What's up, friends, and welcome to the August edition of Guys Time with the Brides podcast. For those who've been listening to us uh, the past couple months, you already know the drill. My name is Zach Brides. I am your host, alongside my always entertaining co-host, Chris Turek. Yo. And today we are going to discuss uh, a couple things. Obviously, uh, a lot of things going on in sports right now, but we'll dive into uh, the biggest question. Uh, you know, fall's coming up, and uh, we'll discuss whether or not there will be any kind of football this year with the announcements of uh, the Big Ten and uh, Pac-12 canceling their fall sports seasons. So we'll dive into that. We'll talk about a little bit of uh, the upcoming NFL season, if that's even going to exist. Maybe talk a little bit about fantasy. And then we'll dive into the NHL playoffs and maybe the NBA playoffs. Talk about that a little bit. And then we'll end today's episode with your thoughts on the new uh, NHL team, the Seattle Kraken, uh, who's going to make their debut uh, next year in 2021 uh, for the 2021 season. So let's get right to it, man. Um, college football. I mean, I don't know. You got the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling their seasons. The SEC and the ACC and the Big 12 are trying to play their games. Uh, the Big 12 came out with their schedule. They're going to delay the season until September 26th. So, I mean, I don't know, Chris, uh, what's going on? Are we going to see any kind of football this year, yes or no, and why? Not this year. Okay. But next spring, most likely, you're going to see it. That's when you're going to see it. Yeah. Um, they already canceled, like, high school ball in Michigan. So, yep, um, saw that. next is college. And then, I mean, if, if college isn't playing, what makes high school think they're going to be playing? Um, I don't think... It's going to be, um, I don't think it's going to be very easy considering it's a liability for players uh, who aren't even getting paid. That goes back to our discussion about being paid. Um, pros are being paid. It's their job, just like we, we go to work every day. But how can they um, make a kid who's going to school that's not even getting paid um, be involved? And I know they want to play and everything like that, but it's just, does, it doesn't seem right for that to even be an issue. So they don't. It, it might as well just watch it right now because it's not worth it. And I, I would love to see them play, but it just doesn't make well, everything right now. Just doesn't make sense for them to play. Um, whether you care about this virus or not, it's it's just that's that's life. Can't really push your way through. Something that you don't know what could, they don't, they don't know the research enough that, to know if this could kill anyone. But the moment they have a kid die, everybody's going to be blaming the NCAA. So they got to make their choice. Yeah, I was gonna, your life. yeah, I was gonna say for sure. Yeah, it's just a, it's a tough situation. Obviously, you know, we've been going through a pandemic for, you know, most of the year ever since March. Uh, the world kind of shut down there for. A little while um but yeah sports i mean huge impact i mean not just in football but we've seen it in baseball we've seen it in nhl and the nba but you see with the nba and the nhl they got it right because they're doing a bubble so it's somewhat practicing Accurate. yeah it's somewhat trying to protect the players the and everything statistically working. exactly and then the mlb i don't know what the hell they're doing uh that's they just like a bubbled. shit show I yeah i mean you got cardinals players going to yeah, I think it was the Cardinals players. They're going to uh, casinos, and There's, a lot of them are getting see, sick. The MLB, what they should have did was um, have – how many divisions are there in baseball? There's – well, 
what is the what is there like five or no? Is there four? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, four. yeah, you got the That's AL. Right, huh? Yep. So what these players should have did was each, the you know, division has set amount of teams. Those should have been bubbled in a city. For sure. Or um, who's, they don't need to play in stadiums. No. There's nobody watching them. They could play at Jimmy John's Field over here on a tournament. We got the hospitality right there with the hotels. They could just. Uh, if the MLB would pay um, a hotel chain, I'm sure would sponsor into it for all the players to bubble at their place, and they would make it comfortable. They'd bring in, you know, award-winning chefs, stuff like that. That they're gonna have to spend some money to get these players happy. So by just letting them go to casinos and everything like that, it's where they're wrong. But they should be able to bring all that entertainment to these guys while they're in the bubble. That's what MLB has not did that, but they can. You have, say you have eight teams at this place, eight teams at this place, eight teams in Arizona, and eight teams in, like, Georgia. You can have, there's places that are down the road that have eight diamonds. That's enough for MLB to have multiple games all week, yeah. you know? And you don't, who's to say you need to have fans? You don't. Yeah. Yeah, no, but you see, that's uh, major sports like the MLB, you know, um, they need all that recognition. They have to play in the big cities and everything, but with the coronavirus going around, I mean, they have to take that into consideration. And, you know, you hear a bunch of these players getting sick or testing positive for COVID-19, and it's just putting a big uh, damper on the season. Um, but, yeah, going back to college football, uh, yeah, I I don't think there will be any football. I think if there is football, the NFL will probably play. But if even if they do play, I don't think they'll finish the season. The only way, in my opinion, the NFL plays a whole se- full season, 16 games, bubble. they have to do a bubble. Exactly. That's the only way successfully they will get through the season. And if players want to leave the bubble to go see their families... They're just gonna have to take the week off. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's not my choice. Obviously, right. if they're if they're not positive, then be great. But the risk would ruin the whole NFL. For sure. So it's really tough to beat. Yeah, I was gonna say, and then yeah, you got a lot of NFL players. You can't really be away from your family for that period of time, but they're also making. What did Kittle just sign? A seventy-two million dollars. So yeah. Yeah. They're making money like that. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. Well, then the dad, and then, you know, you got some players in the NFL opting out for the season. I think one of the most noble names is uh, Geronimo Allison, who just signed a contract yeah. with the Lions during the offseason, <laughs> coming over from Green Bay. Uh, he opted out for the season. And then, uh, yeah, I got a, uh, some big-time college football players opting out for the 2020 season. Uh, Jalen Tawan, uh, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh. Uh Rondell Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. Joshua Jackson, quarterback from Maryland. Uh, Jacob Panasuic, uh, defensive end from Michigan State. And then uh, Makai Parsons, who was a, a good linebacker from Penn State. Uh, he compiled 109 tackles and 14 tackles for loss. And then he had five pass breakups and four forced fumbles last season. And he's projected to be a first-round pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. And this is according to uh, sportingnews.com. So, yeah, just some big names there opting out for the season. But I think that the majority of college football players want to play. I mean, you've seen Justin Fields when he heard that the Big Ten was going to cancel the fall season. He was upset. 
uh, Trevor Lawrence voice his opinion about playing this season. And then both of them wanted to actually create like a players association where, you know, I think some of the requirements was getting regularly tested, mandated testing uh, for all players, um, have a say in, you know, how much they get paid for their likeness, image, you know, whatever. And then there was a couple other things there uh, that they wanted. But, yeah, I think the biggest thing was uh, to get tested uh, on a regular basis. From, you know, that would be, you know, supported by the NCAA and everything. But, yeah, it's just tough, man. It's a tough It's a tough year. It's a weird year um, to see two of the biggest conferences in college football not playing uh their sport this year, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 canceling their season. It's tough. I mean, that's a lot of revenue. And then at the same time, that's a lot of talent just not being able to play. Um, but I think one of the positives is that maybe it gives them more time to maybe prepare for the NFL draft for some of them. You know, obviously, uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, I think he's uh, he's going to be a junior this year. So maybe he'll have an opportunity to, if he decides uh prepare for the NFL draft, but I think he really wanted to play just to prove himself uh, after last year's uh, blowout loss uh, against uh, LSU in the national championship game. I think, you know, the Clemson team, not just Trevor Lawrence, but the Clemson team in general, they just, they feel like they got, you know, embarrassed and they, they're hurt, they're angry, and they want to prove themselves again. But with this going on, I don't know. And, you know, they're in the ACC, so technically they didn't cancel their season yet. But we'll see what happens. I mean, it's just a crazy situation. I don't know. Um, you know, I would love to see football. I love football. Football is, uh, has played a huge role in my life uh, growing up. But, you know, with the coronavirus going on, I don't know. It's just a lot of uncertainty, a lot of questions still that needs to be answered. And if, you know, those other conferences and uh, college football do play, um, you know, how's that going to work? You know, are they going to you know, do testing like every day, you know, or, you know, before the game, how are you going to control that? How, how are you going to mandate that? The NCAA and, you know, the presidents, uh, commissioners for all the other uh, conferences need to come together and we, they need to have a discussion about what we're going to do to keep our players safe. Um, but yeah, it's just, uh, it's crazy. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, it's just unfortunate because, you know, college football is always a great time. Uh, it's always, it's a great thing to watch, uh, but I don't know, man. Uh, we'll see what happens with that, and then uh, yeah, we'll just just keep waiting and see if there's going to be any college football this year, and then uh, and then the NFL. I guess we'll just jump right into that. You know, there's been a lot of talk about you know in the NFL possibly playing. I I haven't heard or seen any indication that they would cancel the season. Um, like, I, like we mentioned before, I think the only way they complete a full season is, is if they do a bubble. But knowing the NFL, it probably won't happen. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. And then, uh, yeah, just, you know, we got the game coming up in less than a month. I think it's the Texans versus the Chiefs. Been advertising that a lot. Um, I guess who who's going to win that one? Who's going to win that game? I got the Chiefs because I got Pat Mahomes. Chiefs also. Yeah. I would say uh, the defending yeah. Super Bowl champions you can't really go against yeah, them. Right, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, got yeah. When you get when the Texans, you know, when you're a team that gets rid of your best player, now he's with Arizona. I mean, that's that just puts more work on Deshaun Watson. You know, he's a 
great player. He's a great football player. We saw what he did at Clemson. We saw what he did in his rookie year uh, yeah. before he tore his ACL, I do believe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he just scrambles a lot. He does not have an offensive line. I'm sorry, but he doesn't. He's going he's gonna to get destroyed. He's going to have a shortened career if he keeps running and getting hurt the way he does. I mean, he reminds me of a Cam Newt. Oh, I was just going to say the same thing. In terms, not just, not, you know, obviously not of size and everything. We all know if Cam Newton's the bigger guy. But he in terms, plays just like him. Exactly. Yeah, he's just, he, you know. Very aggressive. Carolina did not have a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. I think I read a stat a while back that since entering the league, Cam Newton's been rushed and slash hurried. Uh, more times than any other quarterback, like over 400 times, and he he came in the NFL in 2011. It's he was crazy. Like, number McCaffrey one overall player. McCaffrey's succeeding so well off of that team. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's and yeah, awesome. I'm gonna say. Speaking of McCaffrey, uh, let me see here. So yes, uh, there was a stat that uh, Sports Center uh, sent out a few months back. It's the most receptions through the first three seasons. Michael Thomas has 321 receptions in his first three seasons. Christian McCaffrey is number two behind him with 303, and he's a running back. So let, let that sink in for a sec. 303 receptions for a running back in his first three seasons. People still think Mahomes is the best player in the NFL well, because he's a quarterback. Exactly. That's it. That's it. It no, is the most no. important position. Oh, absolutely. But, without question. But that guy... That guy does everything, man. He's the perfect. McCaffrey does everything. He, he is the perfect player. Like, those are receptions. He's a running back. And he's still top 2,000 yards a season running. A, yeah, he has more receptions than Old Al Beckham, Jarvis Landry, and uh, one more guy. Um, but, yeah, he has more. He has almost as many receptions. He has as many receptions as Michael Thomas, who's a great wide receiver for the New Orleans Saints. Who just broke the single season record for receptions last year. Yeah. That just goes to show yeah. how McCaffrey is just so consistent. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, if anyone's doing fantasy football this year, and definitely if you're doing PPR, I would definitely take Christian McCaffrey first pick if I had the first pick. I mean, why not? If you're playing PPR, you're going to get rushed. You're going to get touches. You're going to get receptions. You're obviously going to get touchdowns. He 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 yeah. going to get a touchdown at least every one one every game. So yeah, yeah for yeah. So I would definitely pick him for fantasy draft, uh, PPR league. Um, but yeah, he's just so exciting to watch. He really is, and that's the thing. Like if the NFL, you know, out of nowhere decides to cancel the season, you know, we will miss him, you know, producing on the field and just doing what he does. I mean, he's a stud. He was a stud at Stanford and. In Carolina, he's been top running back, in my opinion, ever since coming out of college. And, you know, in my opinion, I think he's better than Ezekiel Elliott. And Ezekiel Elliott's definitely top five running back. But in terms of production, in terms of stats, in terms of what he can do, uh, Christian McCaffrey is the best running back right now in the NFL. People can debate me on that, and you you can comment on that. Let me know how you think or who you think is the best running back. I mean, obviously, you got the Melvin Gordons, you got the – Todd Gurley's, you got the Zeke Elliott's, you got the Saquon Barkley's, and they're all great running backs. But Christian McCaffrey's the guy that I would go to in any situation. I mean, he's fast. He can run. I mean, he, he can catch the ball, obviously. I mean, he's just a dynamic threat, and it's just, you know, it's one of those things where you're lucky to have him. It's just that, you know, he's on the Carolina Panthers, and they really don't have anybody right now. Um, I, he's kind of carrying that team on his back. 
you know, Coach Ron Rivera left that team to coach the Washington Washington football team. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a it's a difficult situation over there right now. And then Cam Newton signed with the uh, Patriots uh, a couple months back. So, yeah, it's just it's it's unfortunate for him. Um, I think if he goes to a Super Bowl winning team, you know, obviously like a Patriots or like a Steelers, maybe or maybe even Kansas City, might as well just load up that team. <laughs> of all their talent on that squad. Yeah. Uh, you know, he could possibly win a Super Bowl. So, but yeah, I don't know, man, you know, with all this uncertainty, I mean, there's no signs that the NFL is going to cancel the season. So maybe we're lucky, but at the same time, like what's more important, like football money or players health and safety. I don't know. It's a kind of a big debate now. Um, but we'll see. Very personal debate. Exactly. And, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, you know, I hope there's football. But at the same time, at, at the cost of players' health, I mean, I think we could, could wait till next season. And then with the, even college football, a lot of them are going to wait till spring. And I think that's kind of weird in a way because, it's you know, spring football – spring is, uh, you know, that's time for baseball. And then in the spring they do, like, scrimmages. So you're going to play a whole season in the spring, but then what are you going to do in the fall? Well, you're going to have another football season, so you're going to have two football seasons in the same year. Probably. So, see, I don't know how that's going to work, you know. I don't know if there's any, like, rules or regulations about that. Yeah, but we're used to the common concept of a regular football season. They might have a different type of season, like a phase one and a phase two in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. And then, like, I was going to say, like, if they do do that, Chris, it's I'm glad you actually mentioned that. If they do do, like, a Phase 1 or Phase 2, like, Phase 1, is that the same amount of games you would play in a regular college football season, or is it shortening up so maybe you wait till Phase 2 to play play a regular uh, college football season? I mean, how would that even go? Like, They might play the division games and okay. stuff like that, or it's a tough call, man. Yeah, it's just going to be so weird. It is very... Like, going forward in terms of sports and when they're going to start and when they're going to end, I mean... Jesus, we got baseball playing right now, and they're supposed to end, like, what, October, November? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's technically when they would be playing in the World Series, but still. And then the NHL, what, they're supposed to end in, what, what September, I think, with, after they're done with the playoffs and the Stanley Cup Finals. So, you know, I don't know. It's just all the sports schedules are going to be so weird um, when all this is said and done. And I don't know, it's just uh, – I don't know. I can't really explain it. It's just uh, some interesting times we're living through. Some very unfortunate times as well. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so, yeah, I guess going on to our next topic, we'll talk about the NHL playoffs. And they had their playoffs, so, you know, a lot of good teams uh, came out of the playoffs. Uh, you know, we got the Capitals and Islanders, and they're going to play today at noon. Um, the Islanders, shockingly, leads that series. Two to nothing. So, Chris, what's going on with the Capitals, man? What's going on? I think uh, they just, you know, underestimated this Islanders team. Yeah. And look at who the coach for the Islanders is. Yep. It's the old coach for the Capitals who won the cup. Yeah, what, Barry Trotz, right? Yeah, oh, yep. my gosh. And Great coach. He's proven it. I mean, everywhere he's gone. He's Otherwise, we, we have an amazing yeah. The first day we had five overtimes, and then the second day we had two. Yeah. So we had a total of, um, it was three, six, was, you know, man, we're talking 
almost that one game almost went into three games total because it had nine, almost nine periods. Yeah. So that right there, he had, they had eight periods of hockey, and then the next one had, the hockey. next one had five. So you have thirteen periods of hockey, and you and I have both Zamboni ice to know that that ice was a shit show. Oh, dude, that that and ice was trash. Trash. Oh. oh, and then they had to cancel the next game the next morning. Yeah. And then that ice was jacked up still after that game because it went into the double overtime. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, man. It's a lot of hockey. Thirteen. You're supposed to have six periods. Yeah, I would say it's a lot of hockey. Um, Especially, I want to talk about the Lightning and the Blue Jackets winning and winning the fifth overtime. I thought that was absolutely crazy. I mean, that was one of the craziest games ever. You could just see it on the players, like their body language. I mean, they were just fucking tired, dude. They were exhausted. But it's amazing. They they interviewed Seth Jones after, and they go, "What? How did you maintain your composure?" He's like. Honestly, after the first period, or uh, after the first overtime, it just kicked in, and it's all adrenaline. There's, we're not really that tired to just do what we do. It's our job. And it just didn't phase him. Yeah, like, no. He could have went over there and played five more periods. Well, yeah, see, that's the mindset that These they have. These guys are unreal. Yeah, well, Their bodies are built that, for this. That, and then they haven't been on the ice since March. So oh, they're ready, yeah. That, that takes into effect as well. But then at the same ready. time, you're in, you're in the playoffs. It's a whole different mindset than the regular season because yeah. you have seven games to win or lo- or win and move on or you're going to lose. And yeah. then you got to wait a whole season to try to go back to the playoffs, even if you even if you do make it, you know, if you make it. Um, exactly. So, yeah, it's a different mentality. But, yeah, that game, I mean, the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, goalie, what was his name again? Corpus Allo. He had 85 saves, <laughs> and he loses the fucking game. If I was that goalie, well, I would be pissed. you watched it, was just sitting down there the entire time. Yeah. They were just power peppering this goalie with yeah. shots. Yeah. I mean, to and he was on his head. Yeah. He was standing on his head. Yeah. Who, how many shots did the Lightning have? They had like 50 or 60 shots on goal or something that game, didn't they? Uh, 60. It was, yeah, it was... No. It was up there. On Vasilevsky? Yeah. 62? Yeah. 63? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to say. It yeah, was, it was, but it was still 85 yeah. saves. 85 saves, and he loses. He looked like Dominic Hasegov. Yeah, and he loses the fucking game. Now, if I was if I was a goalie for the Columbus Blue Jackets, I would be pissed. But that's just me. You know, <laughs> that's just me because it's like. Oh, I don't I, live it as well. Anymore. I mean, I get it. I mean, we're all tired. We're playing five. You know, overtimes of fucking hockey. Plus, the, eight yeah, eight periods. total, eight periods of fucking hockey. I mean, it's tough. Twenty man. minutes, twenty minutes, twenty minutes of ice time. Yeah. Seth Jones had over sixty minutes of on ice times himself. I mean, how do he you? Let, he he set a new record. Yeah, it's just how do you even like recover? Like, dude, if I played three periods of fucking hockey and plus five overtimes, I would probably be dead on the ice. <laughs> My legs would give out. I would be like fucked up and. Everything because I'm just not used to that. But yeah, that ice, like I said, we we drove zambonis. We know how bad ice can get fucked up. But these are grown men, and they've been, they're pros, so they're like scraping the fuck out of that ice. That ice had to be complete shit. I mean, we've watched 18 year old midget majors destroy ice. Imagine what these. Oh guys. my god, uh, like quadruple that. Yeah, just yeah. Rip yeah. You, man. Oh fuck. But yeah, but yeah. So yeah, the Capitals. Uh, they gotta figure something out, man. I mean, you got Ovechkin, you got uh, 
Yoshi, um, TJ Yoshi, Yoshi, Oshi, uh, Yoshi. yeah, Yoshi, Oshi, sorry, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, thinking of, uh, Mario, Super Mario, uh, yeah, TJ Oshi, Avalanche is up two to one. Yeah, you got. I got the Avalanche taking the whole thing, but the Vegas Golden Knights are shredding the Blackhawks. But yeah, I mean, there's a score. What do we expect anything else? I mean, you got Riley Smith, who's been Jonathan Marchessault. Marchessault, yep. You Paul Stastny. You've had. You've got uh. William Carlson. Yeah, William Carlson. Max Pacioretty. Yep. A lot, a lot of guys. Mark Andre Fleury. Mark Andre Fleury. Yep. Yep. Actually, did he get hurt? Yeah, I think uh, what Robin Lair? Leonard. Leonard, yeah, he's yeah. been playing. He's been playing good hockey too. But yeah, yeah. that biggest Golden Knights team. It's a very talented team. Um, you know, it, just they like proved it a year, a couple years yeah, ago. I'm gonna say their first season, their the 2017 season when they came into the NHL. I don't think anyone expected them to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. It, it was one of the greatest stories, in my opinion. Well, it was the all same year as um, the shooting happened, so it was almost like really healthy for that city. To yeah, to, to come together and, you know, to, uh, yeah, just come together and enjoy sports and to harmonize, I guess, in a way, uh, after that, uh, tragic shooting that took place uh, in 2017. But yeah, it was just, it was crazy what they were able to do that season. I mean, they won, what, 50 plus games that year. Unreal. And then Gerard Gallant was the head coach, and you know, some, yeah, a lot of guys that you know played are now. I mean, they were on that team, that Stanley Cup Finals team in 2017 and 18 season. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I think Golden Knight. I had the Golden Knights going all the way. Um, I mean, obviously they prove it. You know, they're up three nothing against the Blackhawks. Um, Blackhawks. I don't know, man. I mean, you got talent on there too. You got Jonathan Tage. You got. Uh, Pat, uh, Patrick Kane, um, you know, you got a lot of guys on there, and they can't get the job done. So we'll see. They play today at 6.30, so we'll see what happens there. Series tied with the Flyers and the Canadians. Uh, that should be an interesting one. Um, and then surprisingly, the Vancouver Canucks up 2 nothing against the uh, reigning uh, Stanley Cup champions, the St. Louis Blues. So, Chris, what's going on with the Blues, man? I've been watching them play, and you know their goalie um, Bennington seems to just be in a funk right now. Yeah, it happens. They noted his stat from last year and this year. They said it's just not the same guy. Last year he was super like hungry and he wanted it, and he fought and he fought and he fought back. And this year he's just letting it go. But I don't think he. He's not his game like he was last year. Then you get the dirt or shit together next for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, do you blame uh, being uh, complacent uh, in terms of them winning the Stanley Cup? Are they just satisfied with that and they're just taking it easy, trying to coast through no. these playoffs? Or do you blame the pandemic with all that all that yeah, time off? The pandemic's wild. It's, who knows the effect it's really had? Plus, yeah. they're in an empty stadium. True. And the Canucks are young. You know, I, I yeah. believe they're young. Yep. And they're, they're hungry, and they want it. And, I mean, look at it. you got teams like Columbus beating on Tampa Bay. You know, you got the Hurricanes are so young, and they're beating the Bruins. And, I mean, I know that they're losing in the series, but yeah. these, these teams are so young, and they shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And they're just ripping, you know, ripping them apart. Yeah. The Canucks are up. 
two to nothing on the Blues, who are the Stanley Cup champs versus a team that shouldn't even be in. Yeah, right. I was going to say, well, the Blues got to figure something out. I mean, they are the defending uh, Stanley Cup champions. Uh, obviously, a great season they had last year, winning the Stanley Cup uh, in 2019. So, yeah, they got to figure something out there. The Lightning and the Blue Jackets, that's been an entertaining series. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are up to the one. They play tomorrow at 3 p.m. Obviously, that's going to be a good game. A lot of action, I do believe. Uh, a lot of talent on both sides. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. And then, uh, like you mentioned, Chris, you got the Avalanche and the Coyotes. Uh, I was going to say I'm surprised the Coyotes are even in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, I got the Avalanche winning that series as well. Um, just a dominant force. You know, Nathan McKinnon's one of the best hockey players in the playoffs uh, yep. right now. Easily. Um, he might even be the best. Um, but, yeah, they play tomorrow at 530 and you got the Bruins and the Hurricanes. Boston leads it two to one. Uh, Hurricanes kind of a surprising team coming in, but they got they got a good team as well. They're very good, man. Yeah, and then the Bruins obviously you got Bergeron, you got Marchand, and then you got David Pasternak. Um, you know that's a that three-headed monster. Man. Yeah. So that's always a good thing. And but their goalie opted out. Yeah, Tuka Rask yeah. uh, yesterday opted out of the rest of the season, spending more time with his family. I respect that, you know, obviously with a pandemic going on, you want to be with his family. And, you know, I guess as fans of sports, I mean, we got to respect athletes' decisions like that. Like I mentioned before with the college football players and the NFL players, some of them opting out for this season. Yeah. Completely understand. You guys not sure about the coronavirus and maybe some of you want to prepare for the NFL draft. That's completely fine. With uh, hockey, you want to spend time with more fam your family. That's absolutely fine. So, um, yeah, I guess as fans, we just gotta be, you know, understanding. Obviously, we're going, we're living through some uh, strange times. It's different for all of us in every way. So, uh, but yeah, that was a uh, big news yesterday. So, but yeah, we'll see what happens with these playoffs, man. I mean, you know, a lot of action, a lot of hockey. Hockey's back. You know, had a lot of good, had a lot of good games so far. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, all right, what's our next topic? Um, I guess we can talk about the NHL's new team, uh, the Seattle Kraken. It's, they're going to be the 32nd team in the NHL. Um, they're going to make their debut in the 2021-22 season. Their uniforms look pretty dope. I was going to say, man. yes. I was going to say, yeah, you know what? Let's actually look up these uniforms because I actually like the logo and everything. Let's see. But, yeah, I was going to say, you got the... Seattle Kraken, they've been talking about it for a couple of years. It's finally come to reality. I'm pretty sure a lot of Seattle Washington uh, fans are pretty happy about that. They will be playing at Climate Pledge Arena. Um, yeah, and they're getting the train rolling, man. I mean, already got a lot of people putting deposits on tickets and everything. So, yeah, let's see. Yeah, look at that. Look at those jerseys. Those are nice. And it just makes sense, too, because, I mean, the blue, the you know, the white. I mean, Pretty that's sweet, that's man. like that's really. And then on the shoulders, they incorporated into the um, the anchor. If you look, it's the Seattle uh, Space Needle. Yeah, I was gonna see. Let's let's blow yeah, it the, up. The tip of the anchor is the Seattle Space Needle. Yeah, let's see. Let's blow it out. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah, see, look at that. Yeah, that cool. You gotta love the design team, man. And I give props to those people. They should get paid more because it's like. They design that stuff, and, you know, they do a hell of a job, in my opinion. So, yeah. So, yeah, the Seattle Kraken's going to make their debut in the 2021-22 season. So, 
I don't know, Chris. Are we going to see a repeat of what the Vegas Golden Knights did in 2017? Are they going to the Stanley it's Cup finals? It's not going to be a repeat no. on their, the rookie season for them. Yeah. But it's, it might be a repeat on getting to the finals. Yeah, so I think they got to move to the Western Conference. They have a good chance. Yeah. And it'd be nice to see the Kraken do that, too, when they join. But, yeah. I mean, for that to happen again, what are the odds in Vegas? Yeah, I wonder what... Go check them out. What are the odds in Vegas? Yeah. Let's see how cracking... I mean, they're not even a team yet. Yeah, they're, right. They, they have an odds. Yeah. They, they are a team, but they don't have to have drafted yet. But it's got to be a... It's got to be a stat. Let's see. But yeah, I was going to say... Let's see if we can find... Seattle team, uh, go back up. Yeah, I'm going to say. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, because they're not a team yet, but, I mean, I don't know. It's going to be a long shot. It's going to be like Vegas. You know, no one expected Vegas to go to the Santa Cup. Yeah, so why can't I put, you know, $1,000 on them right now? Uh, yeah, I guess. When they, probably when is they, odds. When, it's got to be odds. When they officially come out, I think maybe they'll open up the sports books. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Michigan finally has sports books now, so we can definitely put place yeah. bets on that. But, yeah, the Seattle Kraken, man, I mean, that's good. I mean, it expands the NHL, their identity. Um, you know, Seattle, kind of a place, an interesting place in terms for sports. You know, they got the Seattle Seahawks. They got they the, the Mariners. Yep. Got rid of them. Um so, yeah, might as well bring a hockey team, right, trying to expand that sport. Because, you know, obviously we watch ESPN, we watch Sports Center, and it's like the NHL doesn't even get mentioned at all. And I think that's complete bullshit yeah. because the NHL, the hockey, has been around for a long time. Um, there's been some great moments, and I believe the only time Sports Center and ESPN cover the NHL is during the playoffs, which I think is upsetting. Uh, I don't know if it's because they have a con. <coughs> contract, you know, naming rights, whatever, with NBC Sports. Um, I don't know what the deal is, but ESPN, that's all sports. And last time I checked, hockey was a sport. I don't know. I don't make the decisions, but I just think uh, a lot of the ESPN, you know, they talk about basketball a lot, football, which, I mean, I'm not complaining about, and then baseball, and then they forget about hockey. But, yeah, it's nice to see the CL cracking finally – coming to light, coming to a reality. Um, and then on top of that, yeah, I printed out an article from the Seattle Times uh, discusses, like, the season ticket pricing for uh, the Seattle Kraken at, you know, and how much it will cost to watch a game at Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, I just want to go through some of this stuff. So, you know, some of the interesting developments when they were, you know, design, you know coming up with the name for a team and the location and stuff. So, 9,712 tickets will be sold in 22-game half-season plans, which is the biggest such offering by any NHL team. Obviously, that makes sense. They're trying to get people into the seats at yeah. Seattle, yeah. trying to promote, advertise. Um, so, you know, obviously, Seattle's an expensive city. They got the money Very. for it. You know, you got a new team now. And then, uh, yeah, so the cheapest of those seats from the half-season uh, game plan. And the upper bowl will be $50.00. Or uh, $1,100 for 22 games, if you choose that option. And then wow. the most expensive lower bowl tickets go for $170 or $3,740 uh, per half season. And then uh, fans are, if they're unwilling to pay uh, full price, 
and then which runs as high as $12,320 per lower bowl wow. tickets over 44 games with a three-year commitment. Um, Committed for three years. Yeah, I was going to say $12,000 $12, for uh, hockey tickets. That's fucking crazy. I guess you got to really love your hockey and... You know, I guess with Seattle, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are going to spend that much because it's like, oh, yeah. they never they, had. They need, that, they need that in that city. Yeah, especially now with everything going on. But definitely, you know, not having a hockey team, um, I'm, you know, you'd be surprised how much people are willing to pay for anything, especially, you know, hockey or yeah. other tickets, you know, even concert tickets. I've seen people pay thousands and thousands of dollars just to go see a concert, you know. But, hey, man, it's whatever. It's people's money. They do whatever they want with it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, depositors, you know, people who put deposits out uh, are down for um, for, the, for the team. They will start receiving appointment times this week to book tickets either on their own or via Zoom with the team's staffs. So, yeah, yeah August um, August 24th, so next week. Um, yeah, they'll just uh, set up. Um, They'll set appointment times with the fans and see when they can get their tickets. So I mean, they're they're doing it in a relatively organized fashion because I think they're they're gonna expect a lot of traffic. Um, yeah. Especially yeah. it being a new thing, new sports team. I mean, who doesn't love sports, right? Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's crazy. And then yeah, another um requirement is that they have to have a three year commitment. Uh. If you're gonna uh, do um, a full season uh, ticket plan, and then there's six thousand one hundred eighteen of them, and then the lower bowl seats for the full season plans run from one hundred forty dollars to two hundred eighty dollars. Wow. Or or yeah, that equates to six thousand one hundred sixty dollars to twelve thousand three hundred twenty per season with a three year commitment. That's which, crazy. Which uh, taking that into effect. Gives you a minimum outlay of eighteen thousand four hundred eighty dollars to thirty six thousand nine hundred sixty dollars. Now that's like I'll see a sports team. Yeah, yeah, I'll just see a sports team. Now that much money, that's like paying like a mortgage. Yeah, it's like paying a car, man. Yeah, a car. yeah, yeah. And then we're talking about we're talking about sports tickets. So yeah. I just want to let everyone know about that. Um, if you're ever thinking about how much a car costs. I mean, you're going to pay, you know, $36,000, uh, you know, a year per seat for watching hockey. So it's just crazy in the market, especially nowadays with, um, with um, sports and everything. So, but yeah, Seattle Kraken, they have arrived in the NHL. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. You know, they're going to do an expansion draft, obviously. Um, I wonder who they're going to pick up. You know, there's a lot of talent out there. I think they can pick up some decent guys. Yeah. One of they picked up like Sidney Crosby or something. I don't know, just throw that name out there because <laughs> Sidney Crosby's been the been the face of the Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins for a long time. He's kind of been the face of the NHL for a while as well. So, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Kind of just throwing names out there. Um, but I don't know. We'll see what happens with that um, and everything. So. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know, is there anything else we need to talk about? I think we are good with that. I guess um, yeah, I guess we can go into this. Uh, if there is an NFL season, which team are you most excited to see and why? Uh, well, the Chiefs, obviously. Or, or, well, 
new Buccaneers. Yeah, the, the new Buccaneers. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I mean, he, he Might as well call them that. Yeah, the new see, Buccaneers. Uh, Denver's team and or and also the Patriots who are dropping out left and right. I mean, yeah, I got a lot of players uh, opting out. Uh, Patrick Chun, uh, cornerback. Um, one of the names. Yeah. Out. So, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, are they even going to have a t- full team at that point? I mean, I don't know. They're going to have to hold tryouts or weird. something. Yeah. Very weird. And you got Cam Newton there. But, yeah, the new Bucks. I like how you mentioned that because it's de- definitely new. Everyone's treating them that way. Yeah, they are new. I mean, you have Tom Brady, which everyone thought would never leave the Patriots. He was going to stay there. He was going to retire there. And that was it. Nope. He left the Patriots. He is going. He is in Tampa Bay right now with Gronkowski, who came out of retirement because he wants to play with the GOAT. Uh, you know, you got Mike Evans on the team. You got O.J. Howard. You got Chris Godwin. That's a stacked offense, my friend. Very. That's a deadly <laughs> offense. Um, but, yeah, the teams, I'm, the, yeah, the teams I'm most excited to see, I would have to say Buccaneers as well, the Chiefs, the Baltimore Ravens. I think you can't sleep on them. You know, Lamar Jackson's a human highlight reel. Uh, Kyler Murray's the next, is, might, might be what Lamar was last year. This yeah, year. I mean, well, you got the addition of Deion, um, DeAndre Hopkins. And then they got that their, their running back is uh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, yep. And he's a freaking nature, too. What he did at the end of the season was amazing. Yeah, yep. He did, definitely came alive. Uh, Last year, towards the end of the season, and then uh, yeah, I guess always Seattle is always an interesting team to watch, especially in that division when you have yeah. the L.A. Rams, you got the Seattle, I mean the San Francisco 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean yeah, even and then on top of talking about the 49ers, uh, George Kittle signed uh, and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, but day. I don't think his numbers came out yet. We know they did, I thought it was fifty Oh it was fifty two. Oh maybe, yeah, I, let's see. But I know Travis I know Travis uh I know George Kittle's contract was a yeah. five year what seventy five or seventy two or seventy five. Yeah, it was seventy five million dollars, which at that it's the highest uh, contract for any tight end. Um but yeah we'll definitely Those guys check. are workhorses, man. Oh dude they're they too, they're the best the credit that they deserve. Yeah, they're the two top um, tight ends in the game. And see, I always thought like Travis Kelsey was a little better, but I don't know. George Kittle killed it last year. He was the main guy for Seattle or for uh, San Francisco. Um, definitely a workhorse, a driving force in that Super Bowl team. Um, I mean, he was hurt a little bit, but he came back. Um, and yeah, I think George Kittle deserves that contract as well. So yeah, here's Travis Kelsey's new contract. It will pay him $57.25 million, um, and he agreed to a four-year extension. So not the highest, but, I mean, the but it's still a big amount, for, especially for a tight end. And then, yeah, there's another article. What's the rush for the Eagles to extend Zach Ertz's contract? Uh, Zach Ertz, I mean, he's a – He's a stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. And if he stays healthy, he can definitely – be one of the top ones. I mean, he is now, but he can probably be like number one or number two. But yeah, I have. I don't know. It's it's like kind of back and forth with Travis Kelsey and George Kittle for the number one, number two spot for top tight ends in the league. Yeah. I mean, I might have to go with Kelsey again just because he won the Super Bowl. But George Kittle, man, you know, don't sleep on him. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if fantasy football comes around and he get he's the first tight end to be picked, George Kittle or mm-hmm. Kelsey 
but we'll see what happens. Um, Those two are borderline number one picks. Yeah, you get, for sure. They're right on the edge with number two. Yep. You get you draft uh, Kelsey, and then you draft Mahomes. Yep. You know, you got it stacked. Yeah, I'm going to say. And then, yeah, you got other tight ends in the lead. David Njoku, obviously, he's a, he's a decent tight end. He needs to make some numbers, though. Yeah. No, he just needs to get the Baker hell out. Mayfield. He just needs to get the hell out of Cleveland before his career gets ruined. Um, but yeah, Zach Ertz, O.J. Howard. So yeah, there's a lot of tight ends, man. I mean, you know, obviously we grew up watching Tony Gonzalez, who I think is the greatest tight end of all time. Obviously, people can debate Antonio him. Gates. Antonio Gates, definitely a journeyman in the NFL. Played a lot of years. So Jeremy with the, Shockey. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say Gates. Played a lot of years with the San Diego Chargers, as they were once known. Uh, obviously, they're known as the L.A. Chargers now. But, yeah, Jeremy Shockey was good. Um, yeah, Gronk. Uh, a lot of guys. A lot, a lot of good tight ends. But, yeah, now it's there's a lot of good tight ends now. Mm -hmm. and just, I think it's, tight ends are becoming more of a weapon because, you know, obviously they're, they block and then they go off passes, but they can also – be you know utility players as well but i mean it just adds another threat especially for most spread offenses i mean you got receivers and then you got the tight ends as well you got two tight ends systems for most teams um so it just adds to the threat so yeah travis kelsey and george kittle watch out for those two if there's an nfl season which probably there will be um you might go head to head um, but yeah don't sleep on zach Ertz too i mean obviously he's had an injury troubles um but you know, if he can stay healthy, yeah, don't sleep, don't sleep on him. And then OJ Howard, he's got the goat with him, so we'll see how his production comes about this season, if there is any. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's uh, good for that. And then uh, I'm gonna say uh, Christian McCaffrey, definitely picking him if I have the number one pick in fantasy football. Can't really pass up on him. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how Kansas City responds. Uh, you know, like I mentioned before, I think September 10th, they got, it's supposed to be the first game of the season against the Houston Texans, the defending Super Bowl champions, uh, the Super Bowl MVP, Pat Mahomes, who's now a part owner of the Kansas City Royals. Heard about that wow. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, I mean, that guy's just making money left and right. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if there's any football. Obviously, Big Ten and the Pac-12, no more. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. So, yeah, I guess to end this podcast, as we do with every other podcast slash episode we do, um, any final thoughts, Chris? You got anything you want to say about sports or, you know, what's going on in life? No. Nope. What's going on, just, man? Uh, uh, well, the only way they're going to do it is a bubble, man. That's it. Yeah. And uh, other than that, sports, we, we hope to see them. But 2020 is 2020, so we'll see what happens next. Yep. I mean, at this point, yeah, like you said, we just got to move forward. You know, obviously 2020, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, this landscape, the, the image of sports and everything going on, it's forever going to change. And it's all because of, uh, you know, what we're going through right now, COVID-19. So, yeah, we just got to take it day by day and see what happens. Try to stay healthy and just not not take life for granted you know but yeah we'll see we'll see what happens with sports um you know obviously we got 
a couple sports going on right now. The UFC's been very active. There was a good fight, a good fight card on last night. Um, Daniel Cormier fighting in his fat last fight ever. Um, he officially retired last night after his loss against Stipe Miocic for the UFC heavyweight title. Um, so yeah, they've been very active. But yeah, now we just wait for football and see if there's going to be college football, no college football, if there's going to be an NFL or no NFL. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens. But, uh, but yeah, definitely um, interesting. So, but yeah, and then just want to close out today's episode with uh, asking you guys, you know, we've been doing this for five months now, ever since April. Uh, you know, it's an idea I came up with uh, towards the end of last year in December. Wanting to make a podcast, talk about sports and entertainment. I know we've been talking about strictly sports. We'll definitely have to uh, tie in some entertainment stuff uh, soon. But, you know, it's kind of hard when there's a lot of sports news and sports stuff going on right now so yeah i just want to ask you guys what can we do to uh you know expand to get our name out there chris has been bugging me about doing a golf uh, outing which i do agree with yeah definitely gotta do something with that i don't know how you guys feel about that um i'm gonna do an instagram uh video slash story later ask you guys if uh, a golf outing would be a good thing to do to get our a brand out there to get our podcast more noticeable. Um, we could also do like a cornhole tournament. You know, obviously with COVID, kind of have to, you know, do things that are going to follow health and safety guidelines. But I mean, cornhole, obviously that's a activity that's been very popular the past like, you know, decade. It's really picked up now. I mean, Jesus, son, ESPN for Christ's sake. So, you know, you got to love that. So, that or we can do anything else i'll leave it up to you guys because you know the people who are listening to us we appreciate you guys you know i know you know we do the best we can we talked about we talk about sports best way possible we try and make it fun here it's always a good time and we just appreciate your support so yeah just let us know like i said i'll do instagram uh video slash story later today i'll ask you guys the same questions uh what can we do to get our name out there also we're also thinking about changing our logo um, and possibly making a website for us. So, yeah, just trying to expand. You know, we've been doing this for five months. I think it's now time to start planning on expanding and uh, getting our name out there. So, yeah, let me know what you guys think. So, yeah, on top of that, I guess we are out of here for today's yes, episode sir. of Guys Time with the Brides podcast. Thank you for joining us and listening to us talk about, you know, football and all the playoffs going on and baseball and, you know, the Seattle Kraken uh coming to the nhl so that's exciting so thank you guys so much appreciate you guys uh we will this uh episode will be live tomorrow at 8 a.m check us out on apple Podcasts and spotify and um yeah we'll just go from there we'll have another episode uh coming out in september and uh join us then so yeah thank you for the support we are out of here hope you guys have a good day it's kind of crappy outside so stay inside if you want or if you like the rain go outside in the rain do what you gotta do, but stay safe. Always stay safe and uh, just enjoy today. So, yeah, thank you. Peace out. We're out of here. I'm Take Zach Rice, Chris Turak. We're out. So, adios. Have a good day.